This is the Health Rebels podcast hosted by me, Steve Hicks. I have over a decade of experience as a personal trainer. And during that time, I have watched the smartest fitness advice fail people because we keep thinking that health and fitness is an individual's problem. The reality is there are forces all around us that are constantly pushing us to a default of being unhealthy and unhappy. To become truly healthy and happy, we have to rebel against those forces. So if you're ready to steal back control over your health and happiness, join me as we strip away the nonsense and show you the simple, healthy habits that will transform you into a health rebel. Let's dive into today's episode. Welcome back, Rebel. I'm excited for today. Today, we are on the fifth component of a healthy lifestyle, the, the holistic wheel. And although this is fifth, it, it might actually be the second most important. Um, what we're going to talk about today is stress management. And I know this is, this is weird. This is goofy. Why is a personal trainer, why is a health coach talking about stress management? Well, if we're completely honest, one, everybody's stressed, nobody's happy, it's, we, we should fix that. Um, that's one of the big calls of, of Health Rebels is to help you steal back control over your health and happiness. That's one of the big things that I want to do and stress management is the easiest way for me to help people with their happiness. But really a lot of times people are more concerned about the health side and the fitness side. And really what we want to do is ultimately, I think most people have a goal of some sort of change, right? Whatever your goal is, whether it's weight loss, whether it's, whether it's gaining new physical capabilities, whether it's becoming more confident in yourself, whether it's, whether it's changing your appearance, building muscle, whether, I, whether it's completing a 5K, whatever your goal is, it is ultimately some sort of change. And change can only happen when our body makes adaptations. And the body only makes adaptations. Adaptations only happen when the body is in a relaxed state. Now the relaxed state, if we want to get technical, if we want to talk about the biological terminology, a relaxed state in the body is a parasympathetic nervous system dominant state. Our body has a lot of nervous systems, but one of them is the autonomic nervous system or your automatic nerves. And they can be in either a parasympathetic nervous system state or a sympathetic nervous system state. Now don't let that name confuse you. Being in a sympathetic nervous state doesn't mean you feel more sympathy for people. Um, what it is though, is that fight or flight response that you've heard so much about. Sympathetic nervous system does the fight or flight. The parasympathetic nervous system then is more about rest and digest, right? Another way to think about these is sympathetic nervous system is short-term survival, while parasympathetic nervous system is long-term survival. Or terms that I use a lot with my clients that I coach is survive versus thrive. We can be in a survive mode or a thrive mode. And obviously that survive is gonna be talking more sympathetic, the fight or flight, 
versus the thrive is talking about your parasympathetic, your, your rest and digest, your long-term survival. And so remember, for the body to make adaptations, it has to be in a parasympathetic dominant state. And that makes sense, right? If we think about this, the sympathetic nervous system, your fight or flight response, that comes out, say, if a tiger jumps out of a bush. If a tiger jumps out of a bush, you need a lot of adrenaline. You need to run. You need to get out of there. You need to survive the next 10 seconds, right? That is the only thing that matters when you're faced with a tiger. On the other side, what does not matter when you're faced in a, with a tiger, when you're in a sympathetic state, digestion does not matter. Breaking down that food that you ate yesterday for energy you need tomorrow does not matter if that tiger eats you right now, right? So, so digestion does not matter in a sympathetic state. In a sympathetic state, growing more muscle does not matter. It takes time and you don't have time. You have 10 seconds to get away from that tiger. Go away from muscle repair and focus on muscle running. Go, go, run, run, run now, right? So there are things that are important for our long-term health that are not important when you're in a sympathetic state. Now, for those, for those long-term adaptations, for the changes that we want, we do have to be in that long-term state. We have to do the slower biological processes. And the problem is stress puts us into a sympathetic dominant state so that the adaptations we're, we're aiming for, the adaptations that we're living those healthy habits for, they're not able to be running at that moment. Stress management, on the other hand, puts us into a parasympathetic dominant state. Stress management puts us into a biological state where we can make those adaptations. Para or sorry, stress management puts us into that parasympathetic, that thrive state, that long-term survival state where we can make those changes that are our goals. So then it, it follows stress management is absolutely crucial to get the fitness changes that you're looking for. It's absolutely crucial for getting the most adaptations from the rest of the healthy habits you're already doing, right? And so stress management is probably the second most important component in the holistic wheel. And what I wanna leave you with today is my, my most powerful tool for stress management. Now, this one is cheating. This one is not a tool. Technically, it's three. And what the tool is, is the three R's. The three R's of stress management. And they are reconsider, reduce, and respond. So the first R, reconsider. There was some fascinating, absolutely just mind-blowing absolutely bonkers research that came out of Stanford. And what they did was they had people that had self-reported the same level of stress at their jobs. And they asked the people whether that stress was good for them or bad for them. Now, there are people that think that stress is a killer. It's giving them heart attacks. It's giving them heart disease. It's, it's breaking them down. It's making them lose their hair. It's making them age prematurely, right? We've had all these stories about stress 
And we've also heard people that, that like stress, that like stressful jobs, that mean that they're a high performer, means that they're meaningful, they're significant. It's a challenge to overcome. It's something that keeps them stimulated. It keeps them excited, right? So, so we can view stress as either good or bad. And the research found that even though they had the same perceived levels of stress, the people that thought their stress was killing them were living self-fulfilling prophecies. The people that viewed stress negatively had to a significantly higher rate, more negative health outcomes, more heart attacks, more heart disease, more strokes, more and more stomach ulcers, more of these negative health outcomes from stress. And the people that viewed stress as beneficial, as challenging them, as fun, as, as significance, they didn't see any negative health outcomes in that population. So the first thing we do with stress management is can we reconsider that stress? The second thing we do with stress management is we try to reduce. The dosage makes the poison, right? If you are able to reduce your exposure to that stress, you can reduce the negative outcome to that stress. Sometimes a little bit of stress is actually good for us. Think about exercise. That is a physical stress on the body that signals positive adaptations. Too much exercise, too intensive exercise can cause injuries. That's a negative outcome from stress. But managing that dosage manages whether that's good or bad for you. So the sources of stress that you have, can you reduce them? Can you manage the amount? And then finally, the third R, respond. Now that you've tried to reconsider, now that you've tried to reduce, whatever gets left behind, how do you deal with it? Are you gonna deal with it in a healthy way that moves yourself forward? Or are you gonna bottle it up inside so that that emotion stays stuck and ultimately leads to an ulcer or a heart attack or something else? How do you respond to the stress that's left over? So that is, that's, that's stress in a nutshell. That is why stress management is so doggone important, why it's such a crucial step in your health and fitness, and the most powerful tool you can do to manage stress with the three R's of stress management. And that is the fifth component to the holistic wheel. Tomorrow, tomorrow is the sixth and final one. Tomorrow we're gonna to talk about support and accountability. And there is a lot that we can talk about there. And we're gonna to try to just package what is the most powerful, what is the most impactful, what is the most beneficial, and how does, how does a rebel approach support and accountability? So until then, until tomorrow, come on back. And until then, you know, you know the deal, Rebel. Keep the oath. Hey, thanks for listening to that episode of the Health Rebels podcast. Before you run off, I want to let you know about a free resource available for you. I do have a free Facebook community where I do daily live chats with other Health Rebels, provide more information, host group challenges, provide support, and just generally try to put more positivity on your newsfeed instead of the typically toxic political hate that we get surrounded by already. If you're not already in the Health Rebels Training Camp Facebook group, I'll tell you what, I'll sweeten the deal. When you join the Facebook group, I'll send you a free digital copy of my Health Rebels Pocketbook Guide. 
This little book highlights some of the hidden forces that have conspired against our health and happiness and gives you two powerful tools to fight back. You can join the Health Rebels training camp group by visiting www.facebook.com slash groups slash health rebels. That's an S after both groups and health rebels. Or by checking out the show notes, you can also search on Facebook for Health Rebels Training Camp. I hope to see you inside.